What's up, everyone? RJ Clifford here on today's MMA on SiriusXM podcast. Anthony Smith and I discuss Leon Edwards' huge title win over Kamaru Usman at UFC 278. Anthony also breaks down step-by-step exactly why that head kick was not as fluky as a lot of people think. Plus, a couple fathers. We saw Kamaru Usman's daughter in the stands crying. We're telling you why you should bring your kids to your fights. Take a listen. One of the greatest, not MMA calls, sporting calls I had ever seen. Every broadcaster, almost every person in that arena, certainly me, had written off Leon Edwards as done. He has checked out. He wants out. He's like, get me to the finish line. Get me on a plane back to London. I'm done. Get me out of here. Everybody, Daniel Cormier, Joe Rogan, our colleague Dean Thomas, written off Leon Edwards in the fifth round. Except John Anik. And he made one of the greatest sporting calls I have ever witnessed. I repeat again, thank God we have John Anik. If it were Mike Goldberg, he would have just said he embraced the grind three times and we never would have gotten a great call. Um, John Anik is, is a gem. Like when you go back as a fighter and, and mm-hmm. you look at your best finishes or your best wins and John Anik is calling it, there is always something that like is going to live kind of with you for the rest of your life. Like yeah. it, it's just the sound and, and the, the caring, just the love that he puts. In. It's, it's different. It's different. And Leon Edwards is going to be able to use that audio like for the rest of his life. That's amazing. Being a mixed martial arts commentator yeah. is a balancing act between acknowledging the reverence of the moment the history that's happening, the importance and the significance of what you're watching, plus with, and, and then balancing in with the just bleed, this is fucking awesome, let's party, right? Like, those are the two mm-hmm. things you have to balance. And Anik does it, juggles it masters, masterfully. Um, how about that corner advice? Like, how many times have we said on this show, Anthony, I 99% of the time, I never come down on corners with their advice. Because sometimes... Your, sometimes your fighter needs X's and O's. Sometimes your fighter needs motivation. Sometimes your fighter needs to be slapped in the face. Sometimes your fighter needs to be left alone. Maybe they need to sit. Maybe they need to stand. I'm not in the camp. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of technical advice that his corner can have given him in rounds four and five to help him beat Kamara Usman. Instead, it was get your head out of your ass and do something. And that's exactly what he did. You know, I, I, and I like that. I, like personally, I think everybody's a little bit different. I'm not a big, like, di- like if you ever listen in on my corners, I'm not a big, like, give me 400,000 things. We've been doing yeah. this. Well, me personally, I've been doing this for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, I know how to fight. We've been game planning and practicing things for this specific guy for 10 weeks. It's the first thing I think about in the morning when I wake up. It's the last thing I think about when I go to bed. Like, I don't need you to, I know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. Like, sometimes you just need someone to get in your ass and just get get you out of whatever funk you're in. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they did it perfectly. They it shows just how close they are. Like yeah. they knew exactly what Leon Edwards needed that moment. So answer me this. Um Leon Edwards did in fact rope a dope Kamara Usman. He did in fact lure Usman into a trap, made him look like he was done, made him look like he was out. Not let Usman win rounds two, three, and four, but Usman won easily. Not easily. It was a championship fight, but pretty smoothly rounds two, three, and four. Well on his way to winning round five. Well on his way to winning the, uh, keeping the title. Six straight title defenses. 
until Edwards knocked him out. Now, that's what happened. Do you think Leon Edwards intentionally did that? Do you think that was the game plan all along? Yes and no. I don't believe the plan was to drop two, three, and four and wait till the fifth and chase a finish with 55 seconds left or whatever it was. I do think that his plan was to be patient and to not – there's a lot of those grappling and wrestling exchanges and up against the fence. He he didn't do a lot of things he typically would do. Like he didn't – like Usman, Usman was the one throwing elbows in the clinch. Yeah. Uh, Usman was the one throwing knees in the clinch. It, it, typically, that's Leon Edwards. So I think I think he coasted in places where he could have worked harder to get the same result. If that makes any sense. Like, okay. I think he could have worked a little harder to get off the fence and, and get up and, you know, and land a shot on his way out. When, and, and I think he decided to stay on the fence, make Usman keep working and not burn a bunch of energy. Cause I feel like if he would have gotten off the fence in some of those situations, Usman would have just put him right back there. So he would have worked really, really, really hard to end up back in the same spot. So I think, okay. I think he was extremely patient. Um, and I think that he was looking for something and he was just trying to find that shot. And he was looking, I think he was looking for a look, if that makes any sense. Like he was looking for Usman to give him what he was looking for. And, and I don't think that he's had this plan that he was going to land a big head kick. Um, but it was the first time that Camaro really was it. It was the first time Camaro allowed him to condition him into something. So I and I think that then he just used that opportunity. Explain. Usman got conditioned to do what? To that whole head kick. This is and this is the only thing. I've never really been too critical of DC, but he he's making it too simple. But. The way that the way that he's making it too simple. The way that he explains how Leon landed that kick. Okay. Leon Edwards has really good head kicks and he really kept it pocketed most of the time, um, which I think is calculated because I, I, I don't think he wanted to waste the opportunity. Um, especially if you're fighting a wrestler, there's, if you go, if you go body kick or leg kick, it's really dangerous because you're going to get taken down. They can grab them. It's, uh, but you can go head kick and there's really no threat of a takedown there. So yeah, still he kept it pocketed. So he did go inside leg kick a lot. He went, Left, you know, he because he's a southpaw, they're in opposite stances. He went left hand, leg kick a lot, repeatedly the whole fight. Mm -hmm. Then it's two minutes or a minute and a half left, and Leon is just doubling down on this leg kick thing, repeatedly going to the inside leg. When there's less, when there's that small time, you're down three rounds to one. What is the point of picking at the lead leg at this point? You need to finish. You don't need again. I, Leon is very, very smart, and I was very impressed with it. Right before the kick landed, I looked at someone and said, I think he set up the head kick because there's no reason you pick at the leg. You need to fucking finish. You either need to be going for broke or you're looking for something. And yeah. Usman was parrying. He was using his right hand to parry the left hand that was coming. He did it through the entire fight, but he was also starting to dip his head a little bit when he was doing it because as the fight wears on, you get a little more tired. And sometimes, like, like especially when you've been wrestling as much as you have over that or as they had that entire fight, Sometimes you need to move your head to the outside along with that parry so you don't take the shot. The other hand, which Usman keeps kind of way out in front of him, um, if, you go, if you go back and watch it, throughout the fight, he sweeps that leg kick by. Like, it's, it's kind of like that, that. You see older, like, old-school Muay Thai guys do that a lot where they'll, like, parry the punch 
And then as the kick comes, they pull their hips back and then swing that leg through. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the, the picture, like the still moment that Usman was knocked out, his hands are crossed in front of him. So like the right hand is on the left side of his face, parrying the punch that never showed up that he was expecting. And the left hand is starting to come down so he can parry the kick. And before that, he went left hand inside leg, left hand inside leg, and then went left hand head kick. So Usman's expecting the head, the leg kick. So he's sweeping it. So his left hand's down so he can he's going to sweep the leg by in front of him. His hips are pulled back, and his right hand is on the other side of his face. So like he literally created a window for that head kick to come through, which is why he slumped the way that he slumped, kind of like head down between his legs. Yeah. Um, and went straight forward because his hips were pulling away from Leon. He was like sucking his hips back. So like the kick would just go right in front of him. Mm -hmm. Um, Leon deserves a lot of credit for that. A lot of credit for that. Like to have the patience to, to know that you have something that's very, very dangerous and to keep it pocketed for 20 fucking minutes or more, 24 minutes, 24. Yeah. And not, and not waste it is, is so hard. It's so hard to do. Like my coaches tell me all the time, stop ripping the overhand so early. Cause once you show it, you waste it. If you don't yeah. land it right at that moment, especially when it's early, people are fresh. Everyone's eyes are wide open and super tentative. You know, like they're really aware of everything around them. Stop fucking throwing it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I got a nasty overhand. And the only time I've ever pocketed it for any amount of time was when I fought Shogun. Mm-hmm. I was picking at his body. I was throwing the head. I was throwing the, the you know, that front kick to his chin. I was going lead hook. And I just took everything in my body to see the opportunity at some point and not throw it. And I wait. And, you know, again, I, that took me, that fight was three minutes long. And I'm telling you that it was hard for me to pocket it that long. So for, <laughs> for Leon to hold that for that, that amount of time, he gets, a, I, I give him a lot of credit for that. Busted Open is your daily home for all things pro wrestling. Join Dave LaGreca, WWE Hall of Famers, Bully Ray and Mark Henry, and hardcore wrestling legend Tommy Dreamer. Dave LaGreca here. From WWE to AEW, Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and more, we talk it all. Whether you grew up watching Ric Flair or Stone Cold Steve Austin, Busted Open is your place for pro wrestling. Busted Open, Mondays through Saturdays at 9 a.m. East on Fight Nation, Sirius XM Channel 156. You ever had uh, your daughters go to your fights? Yeah. Because you saw Kamara Usman's uh, eight-year-old daughter, Samira, there. And yeah. there were a lot of people talking like, "What? Is, oh, she's crying. Like, why would you do that? Why would you bring her there? I wonder, like, she was there for all the great moments, right? I mean, combat mm-hmm. sports. That's life, dog. <laughs> that's, it's, it's the closest thing to life, as real life as it gets, right? Combat sports is the closest sport to real life. You don't know what tomorrow brings, highs to highs, lowest to lows. She was there for all the great moments, right? She was there to watch him become champion, defend his belt, make millions, highlight reels. She's going to be there for the downsides too. So there were people like, I can't believe she brought the daughter there. That's so you know, tragic and terrible Like that she's crying. It's like, yeah, that's, that's what real life is. That's so what This is a life does. lesson. It's a mm-hmm. life lesson. And that's what I tell my kids. My kids weren't there in person. Um, they were in, in Jacksonville, but not at the arena because of COVID. When I fought mm-hmm. Glover and they were upset because they watched it on TV, watched the whole thing. Um, but that was a perfect opportunity and a perfect moment for me to sit down with my children with my face, super fucked up, eyes swollen shut, broken nose, just teeth knocked out. Like that is the perfect moment. If you're worth your, if you're worth anything as a parent, 
-hmm. You can use that as an opportunity to say, this is when life gets hard and here's how you go through adversity and you can do everything right and still not win. And that's Mm -hmm. life. Um, And Kamara Usman has that opportunity right now because he did everything right for for almost the entire fight Mm -hmm. and still didn't win. And again, I just keep saying it. That's fucking life. That's the sport we're in. And now he has the opportunity to show her how he can pick himself back up, fix his issues, be a fucking man. Don't cry about it. Work harder because nobody cares about your feelings. When you go back, you do it again. You have an opportunity to go in there and get your title back, which I'm sure he would be massively favored in. And use that as a, as, as a lesson that your children can learn something and grow from. And that's how I've always done it. My kids have always watched me fight. I've never hidden it from them. It's the vehicle that I use to keep a roof over their head and the food on their table and they can do whatever the fuck they want because of that. I would never hide that from them. I don't think it would be fair to me to do all this stuff and sacrifice and go through all the pain and then hide it from them. Like it, like, like it's like, it's like what I do is not worthy of them being able to see it. As a, as a parent and you've been a parent longer, you have more kids. I just have one, but as a parent, I'm thinking my kids have to learn these lessons I'd rather they learn it through my pain than their own, right? Like I'd rather yeah, I get my ass kicked and they see like, oh, this sucks. That's terrible. Oh, are we going to sit here and cry? No, we're going to dust ourselves off and we're going to move, move forward and be stronger from it. I'd rather I get my ass kicked and they learn that lesson than they go through something tragic and have to learn it the hard way. Well, well you know, my my kids get no sympathy for me. They get no sympathy when things are tough and they're, like school is hard or, you know, my oldest is, is having a tough time with math or, or she's getting, you know, got issues with friends or, or whatever, any, whatever the fuck an 11 year old goes through, you know, or, or an eight year old or a five year old, real tough stuff, real hard life stuff. But to them, it's life changing. But like, Mm -hmm. if they can, I don't know, there's just anything hard. Like if they can watch me, like, like be willing to die for what I want and what I believe in, and and what i've dedicated my life to you can deal with all the other bullshit so i would like and i use that like i i use it here at home like you guys see what i do what i'm willing to do to be successful so if you want to be fucking good at math then you have to fucking work hard and i know that sounds silly that we we connect those things in our home Mm -hmm. um but i just feel like if they can have well if they can have some sort and and i'm sure that kamara is going to do a fantastic job of, of dealing with those emotions that his daughter had. But if you can connect that to some other struggle that she may have at some point in time and see what her dad was willing to do to be successful, what he's willing to come back from and show her how you're even, even after such a brutal knockout, he's not going to just pack up and quit. Like Ronda Rousey can't do that. What's she going to tell her fucking kid? Yeah, I got beat up and fucking ran. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you come back, you fix it and you do it again. And you just keep doing that till you fucking get it right. MMA Today is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Plus, catch MMA Today Tuesday through Thursday from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, Channel 156, and on the SXM app. Podcasts.